0: Thank you. Good morning sports fans, bettors and cappers and welcome to the weekday edition of the Competitive Hedge podcast. I am your host of the show Kenneth Cotterel and thank you all for joining me here today. This podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate and we cap things off with our daily betting card sponsored by the great folks over at Last Mountain Distillery. Now, we had a good night of bets. There was a lot of great results out there. But we got to talk about our sponsor, Bet99, before we get into everything. Because they are a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and World Cup. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and their mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Now, Depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free, with a number of well-known methods available to use, so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account, use code SHOOTERSON at sign-up, and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19-plus years of age to do so, and it is available to persons in Ontario only. But most importantly, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Now, let's talk about yesterday because it was a good day of bets for the show. We went three and one for almost four units. You could almost say that we made some money. Yes, it was a profitable day, starting with the Boston Celtics. They took care of business against the Raptors on the road, 116-110. to 110. They continue to have Toronto's number. Um, as I said yesterday, Boston, for me, are the co-favorites in the East with the Bucks, And taking care of business yesterday is just another reason why I believe that. Now, Vancouver-Montreal, weird game. It finishes 7-6, so we were never worried about the over 6.5. But we were when we went to bed because it was 4 nothing Montreal. Uh, mid-second, and I thought, uh-oh, maybe they're they're not going to cover this. And then to wake up to 7-6 was pretty crazy. Vancouver storms back in the third. Um, I saw some people who live bet Vancouver uh, when they were down 4-2 at the end of the second and made a nice profit, but we were not one of those people. We were getting some shut-eye. And then Chris Godwin, he went over on his catches last night, thought we were going to be in trouble. He was sitting on six uh when Tom scored to go down six points. Wasn't sure if they were going to get the ball back, but they did. And he was able to deliver for us. And then the loser of the night had to be San Diego State and Troy. And safe to say both of these teams are... I thought you were this worldly, sophisticated guy, but you're just a fraud. Yeah, they're both on the fraud list right now. Neither one really showed up last night. Um, 60 to 55 was the finish. Probably should have just taken Troy to cover or even Kent State. I did like both of those plays last night, but I stayed away. Nonetheless, profitable day, so it's tough to be upset heading into today. Now, let's talk about the other headlines from yesterday, starting with the fact that the World Cup favorites just continue to win. And the let's face it, that first game, there was a chance that Croatia was going to go out. They were down one nothing at halftime, and then they answered in the second half. They go all the way to the penalty shootout, and then they end up winning the game there. Japan took some of the worst penalties you'll ever see. Um, their first kick taker might as well have kicked it straight down the middle. Uh, second one was even less impressive. They scored on the third and the fourth one wasn't that bad, but overall they end up going out when Croatia's goalie saves three of their first four kicks. And so Croatia's going to advance and they're going to take on Brazil where boy, if you bet them yesterday, zero sweat here, they were up four nothing by the 40th minute. Uh, they end up winning the game four to one overall and offensively. They're just terrifying. They have a ton of depth on this team as well. It isn't just the starters. So this is definitely why they are the favorite to win the World Cup. Now, major MLB moves yesterday, Justin Verlander heading to the Mets and Trey Turner heading to Philly. Now, Verlander's deal is two years, $86 million. Turner's much long-term deal, much larger long-term deal, 11 years, $300 million. Now, Verlander, he's been an ace for a long time. He's towards the end of his career. They had to replace Jake DeGrom, who the other day went to Texas. So him and Scherzer are now the big duo. In New York. Um, and then Trey Turner, he's joining a loaded Phillies lineup that already has Bryce Harper, Real Mutu, Hoskins, uh, Schwerber, and Castellanos all in that Phillies lineup. So a ton of power, and they are poised to make a run next year. Now, Heisman candidates, the finalists are all quarterbacks. Um, it could have been Hendon Hooker, but he got hurt. Could have been Blake Corn but he got hurt, but instead, We're looking at USC QB Caleb Williams, CJ Stroud from Ohio state, Max Duggan from TCU and Georgia Stetson Bennett. If I had to lean anywhere of where this is going to go, I would think it's going to go to Duggan after the way that he played. Yes, it wasn't a loss in the big 12 championship game, but he showed a ton of heart in that game. So I think he's going to get the Heisman this year. And then to cap things off, I wish I could say I'm sad, but Baker Mayfield was released from the Carolina Panthers. Now, who knows what the heck he's going to do now? Because This might be his last stop as a starting quarterback in the league. Um, I doubt that he's going to the CFL, but does he have it in him to be a backup? That I'm not sure of. I don't know the guy personally, but from everything I've seen in his career, it feels like it is very much about him, and I don't know if he'll have the ego in order to be a backup quarterback or whether he's going to have to go and play elsewhere. Nonetheless, it was a fun ride early on with Baker, but he just was unable to deliver long-term, like when he was with Cleveland or with Carolina. So Baker is done as a starter. Now with that, we're going to head over and talk about the daily slate of games. And before we do, let's play the video. righty, let's start with the World Cup because the round of 16 concludes today. The final two games of the round of 16, starting with Spain They're minus 180, taking on Morocco at plus 566. Now, I kind of like Morocco for the upset today. I don't like it enough to make it a show play, but to qualify, they're plus 275. I'm not going to tell you to take the money line outright, because I think if they are going to advance, it's going to take a penalty shootout to do it. But One favorite has to lose in the round of 16, right? They're not going to go eight for eight. And, you know, Spain are really riding high after that first result where they beat down their first opponent. But since then, they've been relatively okay. They drew Germany and then they lost their final game to, to Japan. So I just think that Morocco, after winning their group, this is a team that could be poised for a bit of a run. And I think they could upset Spain today. The other game is Portugal and Switzerland. Portugal's minus 108, and the Swiss are plus 350. Now, Ronaldo had news of getting into it with his manager, much like he did at Man U, wearing the Man U hat for a reason. But also, he just signed with his Saudi club as well. So I do think that the Swiss are a solid side. They shouldn't be taken lightly in this game. I just don't know if they have the firepower to go out and actually get a full result off Portugal today. So that would be a lean there. Now, NBA-wise, there's only three games happening tonight in the association. Don't bet on Detroit and Miami. Um, I don't like Detroit, but I certainly don't like Miami enough for them to cover that spread tonight. Um, just too many points, in my opinion, eight and a half for a team that has not looked great to start the year. Now, the other two games. There's a couple that you got to watch tonight because the Lakers in Cleveland is always a must-watch game when you've got LeBron going back to Cleveland. Uh, the Cavs are minus four and a half tonight, the over underline sitting at 224 and a half. But both teams have been rolling recently. The Lakers have won eight of their last 10, including four and one on the road. And Cleveland are seven and three, but they're six and oh at home, so they're in a wagon when they play at home. Now, they only covered five of those 10 games, though. And the Lakers recently have dominated the head-to-head, winning seven of the last 10. So if I was leaning anywhere, it would be the Lakers' points tonight. Now, Dallas and Denver is also going tonight, the Mavs. Are plus four and a half heading in to take on the Denver Nuggets. The over underline sitting at 223 and a half. Now, Dallas, they've just they won two of their last seven. They have not been playing great basketball. Um, Denver have won four of their last six. Um, and so, Dallas, they're also on a back to back for this game. Um, they're 7 15 and one against the spread this year. They've also won six of the last 10 head to head, though, with Denver. Um, If I'm leaning anywhere in this game, I'm leaning the under because four of the last six head-to-head have gone under in this matchup. Now, NHL-wise, we've got nine games happening tonight, and five of them really interest us. Now, the ones that don't, Columbus and Pittsburgh, really don't like the goaltending matchup tonight, so it's a stay-away game. New Jersey have come back down to earth a bit after going on their massive win streak, and they're taking on Chicago, far too juiced of a line at minus 365, and I don't like it enough to bet the puck line. Carolina and Anaheim are playing tonight as well. Carolina's minus 275 on the road. I cannot use the Ducks to bet plus one and a half, but I certainly won't be taking a puck line. And I, like, I don't like either goalie enough to pick a side on the over-under. And then lastly, I'm not touching Montreal and Seattle. Montreal just blew that 7-6 lead last night. The Kraken are minus 210 with Jones going. If I had to lean anywhere, it would be puck line, but I don't like it enough to bet it. Now, games that do interest me, the Kings and Senators is the first one. Kings are ice cold lately. They've only won three of their last 10. Ottawa, they've gone under or pushed in nine of their last 10 games, so a lot of low-scoring games for this Senators team, and when you look at the head-to-head, they've also gone under in six of the last eight, so I would be leaning under six and a half tonight if you're going anywhere with this game. Now, Blues and Islanders is the next one up. The Blues have lost three straight heading into this one, whereas the Islanders have won four of their last six games. What's more interesting, though, is that the Islanders in their last 10 have gone over in eight of those games. Now, I will say this much, that the Islanders have had the Blues number a bit. They've won six of the last 10 head-to-head, and they did go under in five of the last seven against them. So despite the fact that the Islanders have gone over a lot lately, I kind of lean under tonight. I do like Bennington going for this St. Louis team, and it looks like Sorokin as well. If they do go to Grice, though, for St. Louis, this is a fade game for me, but I think it'll be Bennington tonight, so that is where my lean is at. Now Detroit are taking on Tampa Bay. Um, It looks like Tampa, they're minus 240 tonight against Detroit, and Detroit have been good when Huso's been going. And it sounds like he will tonight. But Tampa's won eight of their last 10. They're beginning to show their quality once again in the East. And in the last six head-to-head matchups, they've gone under on four occasions. So would lean the under in this one tonight. Toronto and Dallas are playing tonight as well. The Leafs have not lost in regulation in their last 10 games. Whereas Dallas, they've been okay recently. They've been playing 500 hockey the last 10 games. Toronto, though, head-to-head. They've won eight of the last 10 against the Stars and six of those games went under. So expect a lower scoring game between these two with Toronto maybe coming out on top. And then to cap it off, Florida and the Winnipeg Jets are going tonight. Florida only four wins in their last 10, whereas the Jets have won seven of their last 10. So two teams playing vastly different hockey. Um, These teams have gone over or pushed in nine of their last 10 head-to-head matchups. So if you're leaning anywhere tonight, the over six and a half, at minus 110 would be our show lean. Now, college basketball wise, to cap it off for the daily game slate, we got seven ranked games happening today, only eyeing up three of them. Um, and the big reason why is there is a lot, and you're going to see this in the month of December teams that are still playing their non conference schedule against some bad teams. I'm not going to bet number nine, Arkansas, taking on UNC Greensboro. Minus 19 and a half is far too steep. Number 12, Baylor are taking on Tarleton State, and they're minus 18 and a half today. Not interested in that spread. Houston are minus 29 and a half against North Florida today. Another not touch game. And then the last one would be TCU taking on Jackson State. Jackson State still reeling from uh, Deion Sanders leaving their football team. They may be mourning, and I but I don't like TCU enough to take minus 22.5. and a half. So that leaves three ranked games tonight that we're looking at, starting with Probably the biggest one of the day, which is number seventeen Illinois taking on number two Texas. Now, the number two team in the nation, they're six and zero, but they're only three and three against the spread, so they haven't been great at covering games. Whereas Illinois, they're at six and two, and they're five and three against the spread. Now, when we're talking over under, uh, out of these twelve games, seven of them have gone under for these two teams. So, uh, I would definitely lean uh, under in this game, just because. We're looking at 140 and a half, which is a pretty high line. And yes, I know the two teams average 160 combined, but they do play great defense. So I do expect it to be a little bit on the lower scoring side. So that's where my lean would be there. Now, number 22, Maryland is taking on Wisconsin. This one's not happening until 9 p.m. Eastern time. So hopefully you stay up late for this one. But Wisconsin are slight favorites. Maryland went from number 22 all the way up to number 13 yesterday in the rankings. They're 8 0, and they're 7 1 against the spread, so they do a great job of covering. That being said, Wisconsin's no joke. They're 6 2, both straight up and against the spread. Um, I kind of like Wisconsin straight up at home as slight favorites against Maryland. I still think Maryland are a quality team, but this is two Big Ten teams that play each other quite a bit. And so that would be my lean for this game. And then to cap it off, number fifteen Duke taking on Iowa. Uh, Iowa's five and two against the spread and six and one overall, whereas Duke they are only five and five against the spread and eight and two overall. The big thing that I noticed between these two teams: a lot of lower scoring games. They've gone under uh, in twelve of their seventeen games combined. So these teams do not score a ton of points. Duke loves to play it slow. Yet we have ourselves at a 146 and a half line tonight, and Duke is slight favorites at home, so that's definitely a game that we're going to have a part of our betting card, and it's a great way to transition over to our last call pick segment. This is sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery, but before we do get into it, let's play the video. All right, as I said, this segment is sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery, which is family-owned and operated and located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country. Now, Saskatchewan's first micro distillery's success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. So their holiday seasonal releases are out now. You can get their famous Cherry Whiskey, chocolate hazelnut truffle liquor and new local candy cane vodka all phenomenal products really love the stuff that they put out so definitely go and check out last mountain distillery if you're listening to the audio version it should be down in our bio now we are in holiday season we keep talking about it i'm still wearing this christmas sweater and it's because we are red hot to start at the month of december and we need to pay for gifts no tim's gift cards we're we're buying cardigans we're buying sweaters we're buying the nice things that we want for our family members, and we're doing it off the back of these hedge plays. So we are wearing the Christmas sweater every day until we're not profitable, and we don't see that slowing down, certainly not today, as we've got five plays for you here on Monday, and that first play is going to be, we're actually betting the World Cup round of 16, and it's just Portugal straight-up money line for one and a half units. I have not bet the knockout stage because we're ice cold in the round robin, but now that these teams are in do-or-die mode, I think there's a bit more urgency. And I really do lean Portugal today. I talked about the fact that Ronaldo had a rift with the manager. But this is Portugal side are vastly superior top to bottom. Um, they've impressed me in all aspects of the game so far in this tournament. And I don't see this game going to extra time. I think they win fairly comfortably 2-0, perhaps 2-1. But I'm not too worried about this game. I think Portugal money line is a safe bet at minus 108. Now, Tampa Bay in regulation versus my Detroit Red Wings at minus 138 for two units. And I hate betting against my own team, but Vasilevsky at home when they've won 8 of 10 and they are playing an upstart Detroit team. Now, as I said, Huso is always tough to bet against, but Detroit have won just six of their 15 games on the road this year. So they are not a good road team. Tampa, they are still an Eastern Conference gem. I think they're going to show that today in convincing fashion think it's going to be a multi-goal win, but I wanted to go with the regulation. Felt a bit safer in case you get a late goal and then it ends up being a one-goal game, but I don't see it going to overtime or Detroit winning outright, so give me Tampa in regulation. I also like the Leafs' money line tonight against the Dallas Stars at minus 110 for one and a half units. And how can you not? The Leafs have been playing great hockey. Um, they do have the Stars number as well due to recent form. Matt Murray, since he's come back in goal, he's won four of his last five starts. He's giving up just under two and a half goals per game as well, so he's playing great. Now, Ottinger, he's been solid recently, but he's only won two of his last four starts. He's lost a couple in overtime, and I think that Toronto, even on the road tonight, they're a wagon, and they're going to show it, and they're going to beat this Dallas Stars team in the money line. Then we've got the L.A. Lakers plus five and a half versus the Cavs. Yes, we're buying a single point to get it to minus 135. But we do love this play because there's always some added motivation for LeBron anytime he goes back to Cleveland. He wants to go in and pick up a win against a team that, you know, they he started to flex a little bit at the start of the year of, oh, we don't need LeBron to compete. Now, the Lakers, they've got Anthony Davis playing in an MVP level. So as long as they allow him to do his thing, he's coming off a 55-point game. Uh, This is a tough road test against a good Cleveland team, but we've already seen them beat the Bucs in the last week. I think this game's going to be close, not even saying the Lakers are going to win outright, but I think they're going to cover. And so I bought a point just to ensure that. And I really do like this play for the Lakers. And then to cap it off, this kind of feels like it's like Homer. I guess we would call this Homer Tuesday because we've got Portugal. We've got Detroit. (laughs) I do hate the Leafs though. I will say that much. And Last one is Iowa and Duke, my Duke Blue Devils. I'm taking the under 148 and a half. Again, buying a point and a half, but it makes me feel a lot more comfortable about this play and it is our max play of the day. Now neither team likes to hit the over this year and I don't think that's going to change. I do know that Duke are one of the slowest teams in the country. So I think they're like 330th in pace in the country. So they want to get into the half court offense. Um, neither team are great from 3 either. I know I was going to want to pick up the pace, but I don't think that Duke's going to let him do that. So I'm expecting a lower scoring game. One team may get into the 70s, maybe low 80s, but I think the other team's going to be in the mid-60s. So I definitely like this play under 148 at minus 138 for three units. Great way to cap off the show. Follow us on Twitter at HedgePod. We might have some more college basketball plays. We were a little bit light yesterday. We didn't put out any plays that we liked on Not A Great Slate. Well, we might have some more for you tomorrow, so you definitely don't want to miss it. Appreciate everyone who listens to our show every single day. Drop us a five-star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Really helps the show grow, and we appreciate all of you, and we'll see you guys on Wednesday for the Competitive Hedge Podcast.